This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 52 of Curry in the Pot. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back again with another episode. I know I said I was going to be back. I said I was going to be back after the first round of round two and started in the NBA, but so what? I, I'm back, okay? I'm bike. And I'm going to talk about a round one recap in the NBA. Going to, you know, break down each series. And I'm going to discuss round two. And yeah, I'm going to just do that. I know, I know a lot of my audience really loves episodes about the NBA. So... I got to deliver. I got to give you guys, got to give you guys this NBA content. So I'm going to give you guys that. I know it was an exciting weekend in the NFL. I'm going to drop a draft post special about the draft tomorrow. And I'm going to discuss winners and losers. And, you know, picks that I really liked. I think the Redskins had a remarkable draft. I'm going to discuss that tomorrow. But yeah, without further ado, let's 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 get into you know back to this NBA man. So we're in round two. A couple of series have started. Last night, the Sixers and the Celtics series got underway. We also had the Rockets and Jazz series beginning. We also got the Warriors and Pelicans series that started. But so I'm gonna start with the one-eight matchup in the West. Then I'm gonna go over to the East, talk about that one-eight matchup. And, you know, just vice versa. Keep going like that. So, the first 1-8 matchup we had in the West. We had that in the West. It was the Rockets and the Timberwolves. Now, I thought I thought that series was going to... I thought it should have been a little better than it was, actually. The Rockets won in five. It just showed that the Timberwolves aren't ready to take that next step. Carl Anthony Towns still needs some work done, but... I think the Timberwolves need to do a better job of getting him the ball, getting him more involved. I just don't understand. I saw a clip of Jeff Teague not giving Carl Anthony Towns the ball as he was posting up after he already sealed his defender. Jeff Teague was just dribbling and dribbling around. Carl Anthony Towns is you guys' best player, so I think he needs to shoot the ball way more often. And let me look at the numbers real quick. He only averaged about... 12 shot attempts per game. He's the best player on the team. And I I don't know. I just think he should have got got the ball more or more often, but he he wasn't aggressive. It just showed this matchup showed that the Timberwolves just aren't ready to take that next step and elevate in the NBA. It's just it's proven. But I'm not really that big of a fan on um, this Timberwolves team. It just seems like a few guys trying to go get buckets themselves. Not really about team ball, and particularly Andrew Wiggins. I just don't know, man. But what I will say about the Houston Rockets is they look like a well-oiled machine in that series. James Harden did what he does. It'll be a highway robbery if he doesn't win MVP. He balled out. I just really like this Rockets team. And it's going to be a great Western Conference Finals when them and Golden State meet. But, yeah, I thought the series would go about five or six. It went five. Houston got it done. Let's discuss one and eight in the Eastern Conference. A lot of people in this DMV area know all about that series. It was the Toronto Raptors versus the Washington Wizards. And I want to say this about the Wizards. I'm I'm just disappointed. 
I'm really disappointed. To me, when I look at the Wizards, I look at a team that peaked last year. They really peaked last year when they lost to Boston in seven games in the second round. That's when they peaked. And it just seems to me that Otto, not Otto Porter, John Wall and Bradley Beal seem... It seems like they think they're better than what they really are. Now, they're two good players, two all-stars. But when I just look at them, they should be better. Like, they've been at this for a while. They've been in the backcourt together for a few years now. And it's just like, like, what are you guys doing here? I, I was totally, you know, not in favor of Otto Porter getting the max contract. I know he was a restricted free agent and the Wizards matched his deal, but I was never in favor of Otto Porter getting that contract because he didn't deserve it. And not only did he not deserve it, the guy was injured in the playoffs and didn't even play in game six. But this guy's making like $27 million annually. And in the five games that he did play, he was only averaging 10 points, five rebounds, and assists. One assist per game, a steal, blah, blah, blah. Okay. That does not scream Max Player to me. Honestly, I would have just let him walk and I would have figured it out some type of way. Got some guys here on some one-year deals, what have you. But the Wizards, I just don't I just don't know what to make of this team. That it's it'll be tough for them to try to blow this thing up. John Wise a super max contract. I know John Wall said some things to the media. They do need some athletic bigs. They definitely do. I know people are going to say DeMarcus Cousins, but he's coming off a, a really, you know, horrendous injury. He's coming off an Achilles injury, which is really tough to, to come back from. And it seems that no matter where he is, the team doesn't reach his full potential anyways. If I'm the Wizards, man, I'm, I'm trying to put some type of trade package to get Kawhi Leonard because it's just not going to work out with this bunch. Martian Gortat needs to go. Otto Porter needs to go. John Wall, Bradley Beal, you guys got to figure it out. Get back in the gym. I, I don't. I just don't know, man. It's it's kind of disappointing living in this area, and it's like you see the potential, but like they just never get over the hump, and it kind of sucks, and it really does suck. But I do have to take my hats off to the Raptors. Demar Derozan was absolutely spectacular in the series. He's one of the, he's really good, man. He's really good. He's underrated. He pretty much masters the mid-range jump shot. I lost R in this league. DeMar DeRozan's a good player. They got some contributions from a lot of guys. CJ Miles, DeLon Wright. And I just got to tip my hats off to the Raptors. As much as I don't like them, they're a catfish team. And they're going to lose to Cleveland next round. We'll discuss that. But yeah, that's all I really got to say. I'm really disappointed in the Wizards. I'm disappointed in myself for having faith in that team, but eh, whatever. Moving right along, back over to the Western Conference. The 2-7 seed matchup consisted of the Golden State Warriors versus the San Antonio Spurs. I'm not going to spend that much time talking about this series because it ended how I thought it would. Should have been a sweep. And the Spurs, they're just nothing without Kawhi Leonard. They got a bunch of old guys. Tony Parker's washed up. Mono Ginobili. And they just really didn't stand a chance at all in the series. They're nothing without Kawhi Leonard. Pretty much just put it that way. I'm pretty sure nobody thought the Spurs were going to win that series. So let's just leave it at that. 2-7 matchup in the East was a matchup I really want to talk about. It was the 
Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, and that was a, a great series. It was wonderful. Kind of sucks that Giannis Antetokounmpo, he can't really do much when it matters most. But I got to take my hats off to Boston. I got to. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I I saw a tweet last night that said, it would be interesting to see if Brad Stevens could take a G League team to the playoffs. And that was funny, but I'm curious to see could that really happen. But for a hats off to Boston, man, after all the adversity of this season, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, a lot of other players been in and out of the lineup. They got it done in seven games versus Milwaukee, and I love it. I love it. You're seeing a scrappy team. Terry Rozier in particular has been balling. I'm going to talk about what he did last night. He's been balling. Al Horford, Alfred Horford has been playing really well. Jason Tatum, a guy I've been warning you guys about for a long time. is coming into his own. He's a really fine young player in this league. He's going to be really good. He's going to be an all-star in a couple of years. That's just the fact of the matter. They, they, they have some really nice young players, and they play together. They play scrappy. They don't give up. They play together, man. It's... It's a wonderful thing to watch. And this team is two men down, two really good players down, two all-stars down. Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, they're down. And that series was great, man. It really was. Milwaukee just didn't have enough. But, hey, it was a really good series. 3-6 matchup in the West was Portland and New Orleans Pelicans. Now, I don't really want to look at it as... The Trailblazers underachieve and they lost to a 60 because when you really look at the Western Conference, seeds three through eight were all within two games of each other. So don't really look at it as like, oh man, they lost to a 60. It's not like they were 10 games better than them in the regular season. Three to six, look at the records. Portland was 49 and 33. The Pelicans were 48 and 34. So either one of the teams could have been three or six, if we're being quite honest. But when I look at this series, playoff Rondo was in full effect. Anthony Davis looked like Anthony Davis. The guy hadn't even won a playoff game until this series begun. And they and now he's won four. They swept the Portland Trailblazers. Drew Holiday had a spectacular series. I will say this about Portland, man. Damon Lillard did all the bickering and complaining about this and that and the third. My man, he just got swept. You just got swept, and you were ineffective in this series. Damian Lillard, you want to be viewed as the best and one of the best point guards in the NBA. But when you only average 18 points in four games and get swept, I don't really know what to tell you. And shooting 35% from the field, I don't really know what to say. 30% from three. He looked awful out there. Give credit when credit is due to Alvin Gentry and the New Orleans Pelicans for defending him well. But he wants all this shine and all this credit. And he thinks he's one of the best point guards in the league, one of the best players in the league. But but you got you got to show up, man. That, that's just my opinion on it. You got to show up. But hats off to the Pelicans. They play remarkable. Anthony Davis was sensational. Drew Holly, like I said, even Nikola Miritich was really good in that series, man. So shout out to the Pelicans, even though I think they'll lose to Golden State next round in about five. Because Steph is coming back in game two. But, hey, man, I didn't even think they were going to win that series. So shout out to New Orleans. 3-6 in the East was 
an entertaining five-game series. We saw the Sixers and the Heat. And I don't really want to say Ben Simmons has completely arrived, but he's almost there, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, when this guy gets a jump shot... That's really the fact of the matter. Like, when that guy gets a jump shot, I'm not going to repeat that, but the league is in trouble, okay? I truly believe this will be Ben Simmons' league one day after LeBron hangs it up. Ben Simmons, the guy is spectacular. The guy is a great talent, man. 16-point God. I don't say he's not a point God. He's 16-point God, okay? And the Sixers were great in that series. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, after Joel Embiid missed, you know, the beginning part of that series, but they got it done in five. I thought they would because when I look at the Miami Heat, it's just it's just Goran Dragic, D Wade off the bench. I know it's still D Wade. He turned back the clock a couple times, but they just really don't have enough. Hassan Whiteside, he he's I don't know what he's been doing out there, man. Like Hassan Whiteside is making all this money, he can't even stay on the floor for real. Five point six rebounds in fifteen minutes. But I forgot to mention, Ben Simmons damn near averaged a triple-double in that series. He was great. J.J. Redick actually led the Sixers in scoring in that series. I'm going to talk about the Celtics and Sixers series in a little bit. But that series went, and me and my dad called it straight up. We said that series was going to go five in favor of Philly. Moving on to the 4-5 seed matchup in the West. We got the Utah Jazz defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder in six games. It was pretty interesting. But the Jazz, the Utah Jazz, got it done. They move on. And I think they're going to probably get swept or lose in five to the Houston Rockets. But, but but let's not forget the fact that they just beat OKC. A lot of people had the Thunder winning, including myself. But I was not surprised that they beat the Thunder because, because of how the Thunder play. Okay. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let Paul George off the hook, who's one of my favorite players. I'm not gonna let him off the hook for how he played in game six. He he was he was pathetic. Russell Westbrook, he had to take all of those shots. But I wanna talk about how Russell Westbrook made one of the games about him. I believe it was game three or game four after he got out it was game four, I believe. And he got outplayed by Ricky Rubio. One game, and he was talking about, oh, yeah, he's going to shut them down and all this stuff. And they went out and they lost the next game after he said that. It's just things like that. Like, why are you making it about yourself? Okay, you got torched. You don't just say, you know, I got to do this to be better for my team. Don't, don't make it about yourself and say, oh, yeah, none of that's happening next game. That's just one thing I have a problem with. Guys on your team might not like that, that you're making it about yourself. And that's just that's just how Russell Westbrook has always been. He's been a me guy. I don't want to talk too bad about I want to interview him one day. But I got to say this, man. You were outplayed by Donovan Mitchell the first three games in the series. You were outplayed by a rookie. A rookie the first three games of the series. You got him back. You turned up in game five. You know, that's cute. But... I just don't I don't know where the Thunder really go from from here. It it clearly shows he hasn't learned his lesson from Kevin Durant departing and 
Victor Oladipo getting traded and excelling. Sabonis as well. Like, you got to... They, they brought in Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. People are saying Carmelo Anthony's washed, but he did have to adapt to a completely different role. I think he think he's best server coming off the bench. I don't know. Maybe for this team, for this situation. But he's not washed, okay? A guy was averaging 23 last year. He didn't just become washed in one year, okay? This Carmelo Anthony, one of the most gifted offensive players the game has ever seen. It just sucks that... Mr. Triple Double and one of my favorite players, Paul George and Melo, are bounced out of the first round by a well-coached Utah Jazz team. Let me give credit when credit is due, though, for real. Donovan Mitchell was spectacular in that series. He averaged 28.7 boards. They just got contributions from everybody. Joe Ingles had 14. Rudy Gobert, 14 and 11. Ricky Rubio, 14, 7 and 7. Derek Favors, 12 and 7. Jay Crowder averaged almost 10. They just got contributions from pretty much everybody, and the Thunder did not. They got 24 from Paul George. Rust averaged 29, but he ch- chugged up so many shots, man. He chucked up so many shots in the series. He, 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 had, he shot 161 field goals in that series, but... They didn't get any contributions from anybody else outside of Paul George and and Russ. Melo averaged 11, Steven Adams 10. After that was Jeremy Grant with 7. I don't know, man. The Thunder talked a good game. Russell Westbrook, he talked a good game, man. He thought that, you know, OKC could get through the Jazz like it was nothing. And somehow me Golden State in the playoffs. But it's just funny to me, man. Now, that's hilarious to me. It really is. Moving on to the 4-5 seed matchup in the East. We had the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Indiana Pacers go seven games. And that series was spectacular. Victor Oladipo showed that he has arrived in this league. He's definitely an all-star. I really enjoyed the series. I did not watch game seven because I already knew what was going to happen. LeBron James was going to show up average... He averaged, you know, monster numbers in that series, and he had 45 in Game 7. But I just knew how that series was going to go. Some people want to say the series, that that Game 7 might have been a little rare. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't think the NBA would let LeBron James lose in Game 7 against the Pacers in the first round. But, hey. But I will say this about the Cavs role players. They got to step up, man. They got to step up, and they got to help this man out. I know he pretty much handpicked his team, but he needs help. My guys, Clarkson and Nance from the Lakers, they've been no-shows. Kevin Love, what are, you, what are you doing? I got them beating the Raptors, and let me just let me just get into the second-round matchup. So, we had the Golden State and New Orleans series tip-off, and Steph Curry is slated to return Game 2 on Thursday. I think they'll beat the Pelicans in five now. I thought they would win the series without Steph, but the series is going to get ugly, and it's going to get ugly really fast. That's all I got to say about it. New Orleans, they're probably just happy to be there. They made it to the second round. Congrats, Pelicans. But series is going to be short and sweet. Let's talk about another series, the Jazz and the Rockets. I think that series is going to be short and sweet as well. That series will go five games max. Just keeping it just keeping it 100 with you guys. Just keeping it real. 
Donovan Mitchell, you had a spectacular rookie campaign. And I'm a big fan of yours. But that series is going to end really quick. And it could be a sweep. Let's talk about a series that's actually interesting. And that's the Sixers and the Celtics. That series is going to be interesting. I did have Philly losing that game simply because they had six days of rest. Boston is coming off a game seven. A game filled with a lot of emotions. And they're just ready to go. Big shout out to Terry Rozier who's been balling out as of late, man. He's been killing it. And he killed it again last night. Hit seven threes. He's been balling out. Jason Tatum, my guy, played well. Al Horford played well. They did Philly dirty last night. Ben Simmons, I got to see something from you, man. You got to step up. And some of the other role players on Philly need to step up as well. I feel like low-key the Sixers should have drafted Jason Tatum because they drafted Markel Foss, but he's not even playing. He's not even getting minutes. I don't know what's going on with Brett Brown's doing with that rotation. Maybe he's not ready. I don't know. But that series, whew, I don't know, man. I think I think ultimately Philly will get it done. I think the series could go six or seven. It's, at worst, it's going to go six. And I think Philly still gets it done, though. They have the better players. They should get it done. Boston is just playing at a really high level right now. Like I said, I commended Brad Stevens and Boston earlier. I commend you guys. Seriously. Cleveland and Toronto. I got to talk about that series. Stephen A. Smith said it early on first take today, but LeBron James is the Raptors kryptonite. I think I think the series will go about six. I think Cleveland will get it done in six. I just don't see the Raptors. I, I don't like the Raptors. I'm, I know it's probably partially biased, but I don't like them because they're a really good regular season team and they don't do anything in the playoffs. They'll probably win a series, maybe two. They'll win a series and then... They'll remind us why they're the Raptors. So, I got Cleveland winning in six. I expect the rest of their role players to contribute because they really need to. And I expect LeBron James to be LeBron Raymond James. And that's all I got to say about that series. But, yeah. These playoffs have actually been really good. Very watchable. No, compared to recent, because it's like, oh man, anything can anything can happen. You see it with the Celtics. You see it with Cleveland getting pushed to seven. It's just been really good playoffs. My team will be back in the playoffs one day, but they're not. But it's been it's been a really fun, instant playoffs, like I just mentioned. But I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for all the love and support. I can't wait to drop tomorrow's episode where I'm talking about the NFL draft and who my biggest winners and losers are, some of the players I like, where they ended up. And that's going to be a very fun episode because there was, was there were some steals in that draft. But I want to thank everybody for listening. One last time, Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 52 is done. Peace.